Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. That's the wet and warm, I say. I mean, that's a loaded question. You hit me with that rock. Okay. Maybe, can we edit that out? I was free shitting. It was fine. This wine's really good. We need a baby. Okay, no, we can have a fight on the air. That's fine. That's fucking fine. Self-checkout, that's your fault. It's like the Hitler stash. Just above there. I mean, you could have gotten free dev, but okay. This is where the man sits. Maybe, can we edit that out? <laughs> what are you listening to? I'm not <laughs> All right. It's the weirdest Christmas songs. Uh, <laughs> Welcome to One Thing Leads to Another. <laughs> I'm Amanda. <laughs> and I'm Marty. Hey. We're back. Hello. So we're really going to get on a schedule, guys. Yeah. I'm sorry. We're sorry. I know. Sorry. I'm sorry. And that was a shout out to uh, fucking MFM, My Favorite Murder. Good podcast. My fucking basket. <laughs> oh, my motherfucking crap basket. Oh, baskets. Uh, <laughs> hello, how are you? Oh, that's good. Yeah. <laughs> uh, we haven't really been drinking as much as we sound like we have. Yeah. Mm, jokes on you. <laughs> I'd say that. It's it is. It baby, it's cold outside. No oh, fuck. You know, let's just erase the entire past. That's yeah. And never happened. It never fucking happened, and we'll start new. Not because that's not how life works. Yeah. That's how history repeats itself. Is because people don't learn about history, so then they do the same fucking mistakes over and over again. <laughs> this, this, this is why the History Channel doesn't get blurred out or edited for posting or posting for airing um, graphic things because yeah. it is historical and it is under protection of honesty. It's true. And in like 60 years, everyone's going to forget about me too and there's going to be a bunch of rapes. <laughs> Finally. <laughs> everyone's going to be It'll cold be. outside and they're all going to be forced to have it's a cocktail gonna be rapey. and get raped for on Christmas. those of you who don't know what I'm talking about or what we're talking about <laughs> is oh. Baby It's Cold Outside, the hit classic christmas song has um references to being a little pushy with a woman but see okay so everyone hates sorry to chanel uh but (laughs) jesus i'm speaking can you itch somewhere else or scratch (laughs) i guess if you have an itch and you scratch it (laughs) 
Um, but Zoe Deschanel did that one where she's the pushy one. Yeah. And it's like, just reverse the roles. It's fucking, it's fine if a woman does it. <laughs> or if it's a really old man. Oh, man. You can do all the things you want. <laughs> um, Can't use your iTunes. Sorry. Why? Because you need to log in. What? Yeah. No. Mm-hmm. No. I, I do it now, do but I don't want you to say your code on air and then get Here, I'll tell you hashtagged. Right now if I no, no, it's it. fine. <laughs> <laughs> Here's my social security number. <laughs> Maybe it was a great ploy to just get more views on that. Zero, By the zero, way, one, 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 zero, zero. <laughs> have you seen the music video? It's awesome. So there's going to be a commercial. No? You know, they can't put ads on it because so of the badly. Me Too's. Oh, my God. They got this whole intro. No, no, no. Before you drink, it was giving her a drink on the couch, and she's all apprehensive. Well, I need to leave. And he just puts a little something, something in there. A little. She p- didn't drug her. Yeah, he did. I'm he probably did. It was that time. I mean, I would have drugged Cosby her. Where do you think got it from? Look at her. You know, I mean, seriously. <laughs> I really can't stay. Baby, it's cold outside. I've got to go away. Baby, it's cold outside. Sit the fuck down, bitch. (laughs) (laughs) See, what's great about this, there's some women who love being pursued like this. That's true. It's not rapey at all. She's like, stop it. Kim Kardashian, huge fan of it. There it is. (laughs) Chased and pursued. Little did you know, Gwyneth Paltrow. She loves it. That's why she broke up with uh, Chris Coldplay. (laughs) Chris Coldplay, that's his full name. He named his band after his last name, and ever since, they've just done well. They did. It was a good name. This is sexual. Oh, don't hurt my pride. I'm going to stick my dick in you. Look at her. She's all for it. That's not rape anymore. She's consenting. If you coax someone into having sex. Coke or coax? Coax. <laughs> coax? Coax? Coax. 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 If you coaxulate. <laughs> Anyways, you coax. Yeah, coax someone. <laughs> If you cock someone into getting, <laughs> you know, physical. Yeah. I don't know. I, th- I think it's a fair game. Yeah, it's true. And if you fall for it, mm-hmm. then it's your responsibility. You wake yeah. up the next day with the shame. And it's it's. You know, you just described what I feel like every morning I wake up next to. <laughs> Come on, that was good. We were just talking about universal sign language and I gave Amanda a signal. Yeah, he did. Um, with my hand. I was number one. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you used your longest finger to show me how number one I am. <laughs> oh, but it's cold outside. <laughs> you know what's cold? This drink. Nah. <laughs> um, I like the ginger beer. I do too. Was it Fever Tree? Fever Tree. They're not giving that stuff away, I'll tell you that much. Oh, they aren't. You won't see any coupons for that in your penny saver. But hey. Don't tell me that alcoholics can't be poor. You know what I mean? Is that your new catchphrase? Mm-hmm. By the way, very inappropriate to say that to your cashier. <laughs> Amanda loved it. Yeah, she knew I wasn't drunk. <laughs> did, she, did she? <laughs> did she know that? I. So our cashier, we went to Safeway 
and it's basically like a fucking bonds. Yeah, and it's the unsafest way you can go. <laughs> and so we got a pack of beer, a 36 pack. And 24. 24, whatever. It comes in a 36 though, right? Do beers come in 36? They do. Okay. Not that particular beer, but yes. <laughs> um, what are you doing? Sorry, the dog looked suspicious. Don't look suspicious. Suspicious. <laughs> you were saying our cashier oh yeah so i we checked out with our beer and marty put in his little rewards card or his mom's reward card that's right and the same number was thirty dollars and five cents that shit went down to 25 even yeah what the what was that all about i, know, I didn't know you amazing. could see now I didn't know you could use it on alcohol. Most things are like that. You yeah. can't use any points or savings well, or discounts. She, or... When she said alcohol, I was like, oh, like she kind of bummed me out. And then it took five dollars off, and I was like, wait. <laughs> and then so I looked at her, and, and she goes, "Well, it is beer." And I was like, "Oh yeah, I forgot. It's not going to save anything." And yeah. then she's like, five dollars," and I was like, "What, bitch?" I slapped her right across the face. I know it was crazy. And then we stuffed her in the back of our car. And then we sang, "Baby, it's cold <laughs> outside." Hey. Um, but as the five dollars came off, I looked at her and I said, um, "You can't tell me that alcoholics, or you can't be poor and be an alcoholic." <laughs> I don't know what I said. What did I say? How did I say it? <laughs> who yeah, am you, I? You said you. Who said that uh, alcohol? Or who said poor people can't be alcoholics? There it is. <laughs> but up, boom. Woo, that was good timing. <laughs> uh, oh, you got you got a little itch. Are you scratching? No. What do you What do you think about the whole "baby, it's cold outside" thing? Me? Um, do you personally, think it's moving in the right direction by taking it off things? Fuck or no. Well, okay. Let's talk about it this way. I personally love the shit out of that song. I think it's funny. That's I think it's song. super inappropriate, but I think it's funny. It's how are you going to have blazing saddles on fucking Netflix, but then take off baby. It's cold off the air. It yeah. doesn't make sense to me. And then how are you going to have all these rap songs that talk about fucking bitches getting drunk and crunk off their yeah. cocks? And it's like, that's not inappropriate. Like then nothing can be said. Everything's got to go. Just fucking, you know what? Nothing. White you know, neutral. My favorite. Boring. You, you might actually know the name of the song, but the everything can be, uh, what's that one color? Uh, gray no is it mod i'm thinking of mauve mauve is that like a boring color i feel like everything should be mauve it's kind of like um um what's that pink stuff you put on your skin when you get rashes oh yeah calamine lotion that's what it looks like yeah everything needs to be mauve (laughs) (laughs) um that's what that's the next shirt i'm coming out no but the the rap song i was thinking of was um make it all mauve (laughs) what do you say what does he say he says uh you ass no disrespecty. He says no disrespect, but bring your ass over here, ho. <laughs> <laughs> and that's that's my favorite. The setup to that, yep. no disrespect, mm-hmm. but bring your ass over here. Well, ho. my thing is, is it's that's so great. It's just all in the way you look at it. If you feel like it's being thrown at you, then you're probably guilty of fucking someone that didn't want it. That's, I mean, come on. Like, it has to, there has to be an end somewhere. There has to be some sort of fucking boundary that... Well, it's like this blanket. It has to cover everything instead of... It's not It's not as nuanced. 
It's just everything bothers everybody, mm. and then a crowd gets together, and they're like, fucking burn it. Burn it down. <laughs> yeah, it's like fucking chaos. It's stupid. I don't like it. I think it's it is. Lame. It is a little. I think it's a little much. I think people need to calm down. It's not all about you. I love that Excuse song. Me. I'm gonna buy all the records. Do it. I'm gonna buy them all out. One baby. lady in Spokane, Washington, <laughs> buys all the records. Baby, it's cold outside. <laughs> uh-huh. <laughs> and then in 20 years, when it becomes like historical, I'll sell them. Yeah, see, I fucking found my plan on how to make money. The only thing about that song <laughs> that I think is really telling about that time uh. is when she says, Say, what's in this drink? Mm-hmm. And that is hilarious because there was a time, Bill Cosby knows this very well, <laughs> um, where it was acceptable to roofie a girl. Mm-hmm. And, you know, and the girls were like, oh, God, roofie it again. Damn it. <laughs> Fell for that son of a bitch. Most women liked it because it would cause them to throw up a lot and then they felt skinnier. Well, that, no, that's I mean, <laughs> Amanda. I'm kidding. Being all kidding, honest. Kidding, kidding. That's the wrong stuff. No one listens to this shit anyways. No, no, but I'm, I'm just like, you know, you know, honesty. That's the wrong stuff. Yeah. The, you know, being a dick is wrong. Everyone yeah. knows that. And people should call people out on being a dick. Yeah, I agree. But when it comes to um, asking people out on dates... That's not an act of uh, uh, microaggression. No. That's not uh, violating someone's personal space. Mm-hmm. You may feel awkward yeah. if you're being, being uh, asked out at work, but it, it's not illegal. It's not wrong. No. You know? I don't know. I've never felt awkward about it. I guess I've never felt threatened. I don't know. I've gotten come, I've come really close to getting raped a couple times. Yeah. I mean, not, not raped, yeah. but being... Uh, pursued in a way that was uh, aggressive. Yeah, and and predatory. How did that make you feel? I was scared and alone. Mm. No, but thank God for my <laughs> friends like Rachel and yeah. you know Jen. And, what kind of girls would go after you, like old ladies? You know, like I don't know, convalescent home stuff. So. <laughs> um, I I don't know. I think I never really felt afraid like I always felt like I could get out of it and if I couldn't I just figured it was another hole in the belt you know like <laughs> I, <laughs> just more experience just, <laughs> just you know it's I don't I don't know I just never have really felt and I'm a pretty girl I know that I know I got a nice face this ain't no butter face <laughs> <laughs> these boobies are nice <laughs> But, you know, in my in my prime, when I was real tight, like a little tiger, it was it was fire. <laughs> I think that the problem is that you were a predator. That's the big problem here. Is I that think I was. You're like, you know, it's no big deal. When you hold a man down and you make him do stuff to you. <laughs> I just shove my boobs into people's faces. <laughs> I'm out of button. <laughs> You having a good time, darling? (laughs) (laughs) I am no help to the feminine power. Well, speaking of feminine rights, we might get snow on Sunday. Oh, fuck yeah. I hope so. Mother nature. Mother nature. Fighting the man. (laughs) 
It's <laughs> a pretty good tie there. I was trying to transition into Thanks. not I a tie. That's good. Figured yeah. it out. <laughs> Who solved that puzzle? This girl. Fucking. What are you, Jigsaw over here? Trying to kill me. Um, hi, wanna, Pony. You want to play a game? What? Um, oh, I don't remember what, what what was the last thing we... What do we need to talk about on here? I mean, there's. I feel like a lot's happened and nothing all at once. Yeah, a lot has happened. Um, I think I realized that I was manic depressive, and then now I'm coming out of it. It's pretty great. That's good. I've started. Figured. I'm starting to feel like myself again. For a while there, like and I'm sure people noticed it because people who really are close to me must notice something, or I just hide it really well. Um, but I definitely I was going through something there. For a minute. You could be a little manic sometimes. <laughs> now I feel I feel pretty good. I felt like uh Pony stop. Judy Garland on Quaaludes. <laughs> I needed another one. <laughs> uh, <laughs> but I feel I feel good. I feel Yeah. I feel content right now. That's good. I'm accepting of the fact that well, it's one of these things where recently I read, I'm reading this book. It's called uh, Girl, Wash Your Face. And it's a pretty good little book. And I, to be honest, I've only gotten like six pages in, so I don't really know how That's all you need to know. It's, it's the, um, first, the first six and the last six. But what caught my attention was one of the things said, when you're younger and you go through stuff, you don't really look at yourself. You just kind of have anxiety about the future. That's what anxiety is. You worry about the future of things that haven't even happened yet. You yell at me all the time for it. Mm-hmm. Um, he hits me in the face. And mm-hmm. <laughs> I feel and better. I, and I sing babies. Oh. <laughs> right back around. Um, so I was reading this part and it's focusing on how when you're younger, you don't look at yourself. You just start panicking and you don't accept the mess that you are because mm-hmm. it's a beautiful mess. It really is. When you're going through something, it's a gorgeous thing. I think everyone should learn to embrace it. Absolutely. And now that I'm 29, I feel like I finally learned how to accept those messes when something doesn't go the way it's planned and it's out of my control. I find it to be a gorgeous thing. I'm definitely... um I don't know. I feel like I'm more welcoming to that kind of circumstance. Now, if you would have asked me a week ago, I would have been like, bitch, everything's fine. It's great. (laughs) I'm blowing up inside. (laughs) Um, There's cuts on my hands for my nails. (laughs) Jesus. (laughs) Just kidding. (laughs) Not that bad. Um, But it was definitely, I mean, when things are out of my control, it just drives me crazy. And so finally, I think I've, accepted the fact that things are not always going to be in my control and I should just embrace what I'm doing. Yeah. Which is taking time to figure out what the fuck I'm doing. (laughs) That's, that's my goal in life. Yeah. And I think it's healthy for anyone to kind of learn to love the chaos of life. Yeah. Well, cause it's, I mean, it is, it's definitely, I told you at dinner, it's, it's very random for two people to not talk about, not make a big deal about moving. Like we were very, all of a sudden it happened so quick. Like Mm -hmm. when I look back on it, I'm like, God, it really did happen quick. Like I didn't talk to anyone about it. Just kind of popped up. And it was one of those things where all of a sudden I was like, I have to do this now because if I don't, I 
don't know what I'll do. Like, and not in a sense of like, oh my God, I'm going to kill myself because I'm living in my hometown. But more in a sense of like, I'm just going to stay in this weird fucking pattern of not being my own person. Yeah. And that was frustrating me. It was getting, I just couldn't do it anymore. And I think that's where my manic depressive state came from. You get to take that drastic step. Yeah. Somewhere. Yeah. And, you know, at least it's in, in a, in a direction that you like. And at least it's not like in the direction of meth or cocaine. Yeah, that's because that's a great way to go. Yeah. Like it's such a relief. I seriously, I was thinking about that today because I went to an interview. I had a second interview today with something, but hopefully prosperous. Um, it's pronounced <laughs> prostitute. Yeah, sorry, uh, prostituting. Uh, <laughs> but I, JK, I'm <laughs> I was uh, down on on Sprog. I'm gonna show the leg, you know, and then get killed. That's <laughs> take it easy, uh, <laughs> baby. It's cold outside. Oh, baby. Uh, <laughs> I think we know the title of this podcast. No, this uh, <laughs> no, we haven't even done. We'll, we'll come back around. Now it's gonna be baby. It's cold outside. Uh, so. So yeah, so hopefully this job is prosperous, and I forgot what I was going to say. No, we were talking about the the the. This is I'm going to start with a story. So we've had, (laughs) and it's going to link back around. Okay. We've had an infestation, and I don't know if we brought them or if they latched on. There's these little green caterpillars. They're adorable, adorable little caterpillars, caterpillars, and they. Uh, turn into these beautiful moths, but so okay. We wait, have let's go back to the beautiful moth part. Because too many. This is this is interesting to me. They um, they have like this black, gorgeous, velvety exterior mm-hmm. with all these little white marks. And when they spread their wings and flash them at you as kind of like you're a predator and I need to scare you away, um. They look like small owls. It looks like a little owl, owl it, face. It's so crazy. They're so gorgeous. And it, Do you notice they have little little spines when, on their back? Yeah. So when um, when their wings are closed, they look like little rocks almost. Like little black-eyed peed rocks is what I... Okay. Yeah. No. Yeah, they look really interesting. But we've had an infestation of them. And... Come here. Get over here. You look sad. Come here. <laughs> um, but just like those little caterpillars turning into moths, and that's what you're doing right now. Jesus. <laughs> so the dogs are all over Amanda. They're cold. <laughs> he was fine on his bed. He no. was, but he looks so sad all by himself. Um. <laughs> so yeah, I I think it's great to get out of your comfort zone and find. Um, Find the zen and the chaos of life. Are you talking about the moths? That's how it came back around. Yeah, came back around quick. Um, well, I, I said it. You were you weren't no, listening. Sorry, I was grabbing my dog, my security blanket. <laughs> I said just like the caterpillars. Oh, I see. Okay, I got gotcha. you. I, I did hear that. You know, this is your next stage. You were a caterpillar yeah. in the other place, mm-hmm. and now you've cocooned. I am, and now you're breaking out into this. Um, and I really, I dark mean, black I have creature in the night. No fucking idea. I have no idea where I'm going, what the plan is. 
and it's nice. Like it's weird. I have you got to let it go. I mean, what are you going to do? Can't, well, you know, I, it's you just know. like anxiety is such a fucked up thing because I can say this right now, but tonight when we go to bed at 11 o'clock, my eyes will open so wide. I don't know. And then all of a sudden I think about all the things I should have done in the day that I did not do. And then I have to go back in my head and say, you can't do anything about it. So don't worry about it. And then I have to sit there and breathe a few times in order for me to understand that I can't fucking do anything about what I should have done because it's late in the night and no one wants to hear from me at that so time. So we need to start with your hydration, your sugar levels, <laughs> and then and then when we work our way to the psychology. The sugar levels is a real thing. I've, I've eaten a yeah. lot of sugar. I've had a healthy diet of at least 2,000 calories a day of being just sweets alone. <laughs> uh, cookies... Is it? Is it not? It's not. I would say at least 200, 250 of your calories come from sweets. No way. Yeah, because it's home cooked. So I don't put that much sugar in it. I have like four cookies a day. You do not. I do. Is that where all those cookies have come? You little cookie monster. (laughs) (laughs) So I have a sugar addiction. (laughs) No, I've. I feel no. like I do, but it's only with ice cream. Ice cream's tough. Gosh darn it. That's what I wanted to get at the store was ice cream sandwiches. This is why we made a list and I asked you for the list. I didn't put that on the list though. That wasn't even on the list. Yeah, I thought you did. You wrote no. down ice cream sandwiches. I didn't. Not Neapolitan. Well, and in parentheses. I, I'm not going to lie. When I was at my fucking basket, I almost. That's a local store. <laughs> I almost went to. Uh, it's really my fresh basket, but we call it my fucking basket. MFP. Oh. <laughs> um, but yeah, I thought about getting ice cream and then I didn't. Oh, I'm sorry, Cricket. I just slapped him in the face of the cord. This is like the most ADD podcast, I swear to God. Uh. <laughs> Everything's all over the place. Um, oh, you know what, though? What's that? I'll tell you right now. Ooh, no, but that whole anxiety shit, like it's, it's tough because... It's hard to talk anyone out of it. Yeah. But I mean, to but, talk yourself out of it, that's pretty cool. That's great. You should, yeah. if you can. I think I'm I'm learning that too. I'm honing into that. Because anxiety is just anything that has to do with the future. Yeah. It's shit that's not and real. And depression is the past, right? Typically, yeah. It's like when you dwell on things. Yeah, and it's... You know, it's like you could, you could, you could worry and people do, people get OCD and they get obsessive compulsive or obsessive fears. Mm-hmm. Like planes are going to fall from the sky. The earth's going to open up. There's volcanoes everywhere and there's big hurricanes we are developing right now. And you know, that kind of thing, like you can't control that. Yeah. Are you and trying w- to Anthony Robbins me right now? No. Because hmm. he does that show where all of a sudden he's yelling. And then he gets really excited. <laughs> I, it gives that gives me anxiety when people start talking louder. <laughs> no, I just feel like people they get amped on shit that's not real. It hasn't yeah. happened yet. Yeah, literally, you could see. I don't get amped. I just secretly, quietly bury my brain into my stomach, and then it just rolls around in there like little butterflies. Yeah, and then I just think everything that I'm doing is stupid and it's wrong and I should be doing something different and yeah. I should be doing something big to change the world. 
And then I realize I'm a person. Yeah. And my main concern is having a savings account. I have, that's that's where my anxiety comes from. When I don't have a savings account, I start to fucking panic because my family was poor. So when we went through our hard times and the church gave us food and we didn't have clothes, mm-hmm. it was like it's this weird irrational fear that comes over me that's just like everything's crashing and burning because I don't have a savings account. Do you know how many people don't have a fucking savings account and they live their life just fine? 70% of Americans. I know I learned that today at my interview actually. (laughs) Did you know also too that 60% of Americans that claim bankruptcy is less than um, $10,000? It's usually $10,000 or less that people are claiming bankruptcy on right now because it's a bunch of I could have bankruptcy like four times. Seriously, <laughs> um, but it's it, that's crazy to me. I would think when you're claiming bankruptcy, you're like fifty thousand dollars in debt. So you would think, yeah. But for ten thousand, you give up buying a house for the next what eight years because you claim bankruptcy. Yeah, I don't know. There's certain programs for that stuff, but yeah. I just like, I can't. That's tough. You can't rent another place. I mean, it just it doesn't make sense to me. I don't get it. Hmm. I should technically claim bankruptcy right now. No, but I do understand That's why. What millennials do. They just claim people. bankruptcy at $10,000. I'm bankrupt. Help me. Four Coachella tickets. That's 10 grand. I, I had a funny joke that I thought of. Because, okay, so earlier I was drinking my anxiety away. At a bar <laughs> with the remainder of my savings account. <laughs> so ridiculous. And uh, I was talking to Madison, <laughs> and there was a retirement party happening at the place that I was at, or they were like setting up for it. And I was like, every time a person retires, a millennial gets a job. <laughs> so stupid. But then I thought of even a funnier one when I was pooping. Is that every time a person retires, a wealthy white millennial gets an internship? <laughs> so stupid. <laughs> uh, uh, so dumb. So dumb. No, I, I understand why religions tell you to count your blessings. Because any anytime I start freaking out, um, yeah. about like you know, because I get anxiety. Like anyone yeah. else. But you're so quiet about your anxiety. It pisses me off. Because uh, I don't know. I've just, I found good ways to control my anxiety. Because I, I do have extreme anxiety. I have tendencies to go into very dark and scary places that no one wants to go. Buddy <laughs> um, <laughs> just pulled out a knife from under the table right now. Uh, no, but I, I, I've found really productive ways to, to hone in on controlling that stuff yeah and for me like the, the being in the moment thing like what does that mean being in the moment because you're thinking about stuff that's not real yeah. so think about what okay i'm touching this table well i'm thankful for this table this drink is stinging my lips like yeah what's in this drink no, we're, we're able to <laughs> afford whiskey you know mm-hmm. something simple as that and then you can think can about buy beer yeah like well, and that's okay. So that's but don't my but thing. don't don't think you're thinking about it from the uh, think about it from a place of gratitude rather than thinking about yeah, but no, don't I am lead, from that. But my thing is there. is I have a roof over my head. 
I've eaten today. <clears throat> I've I have water. <laughs> That's amazing. I have warmth. Most people don't. Most people don't. Yeah. It's like I have all the things at my fingertips and I'm grateful for all of it. But then my head goes into the anxiety thing mm -hmm. where it's like I could also lose all of this. But then I remember I'm not a drug addict. I don't have an alcohol issue. <laughs> like I am a very stable person. If I can't afford drinking, then I don't drink. If I mm -hmm. can't afford to smoke weed, I don't smoke weed. You know what I mean? Like it's just stuff like that where it's like if I can't afford to do that stuff, I'm not going to do it. And I think part of it's confidence to having confidence to know that you won't get to that point. Yeah. Like I would never let it get that bad. Yeah. And so, and I think that's why this last week I was just like, you know what? I need to just go look. I need to go see what I can get my feet wet in. I need to see what I'm capable of because I needed someone to remind me that I am an actually, I'm a, I'm good at being your a, valued a, person. Yeah. Like, yeah. I'm good at working. <laughs> I'm not a bad worker. I'm a good employee. It's yeah, you're wonderful people. You're smart. You can adapt well. And like, I think I forget that. Like, I don't know. Something in my head sometimes just tells me I'm a worthless piece of shit. And then all of a sudden it's like, no, you're not. You dumb bitch. Look how cute you are. And then I realize it. And then we have a pep talk in the, in the bathroom, you know, just me and myself and I <laughs> and the dogs. And we all look at me and we're like, yeah. yeah. <laughs> you can't just <smell. laughs> So, I mean, and yesterday when I went to that interview and even today, like it is, it's very, I'm not going to give too much on it because I don't want a lot of people's opinion. Um, but it's just, it's something, it's a stepping stone. Yeah. And I think that. I'll like it. And if I don't, then you don't, you I don't on. like, there's, but it's something to work towards mm -hmm. while I'm working towards other things. I have so many things that I'm working on. Hey, but it's life and it's great. That's life. <laughs> <laughs> oh, shit. Um, it's great though. I think it's really cool. I mean, so to change the subject, because I, uh, I looked into my, my notes, hmm. uh, the romance of television, uh, Marty and I have rediscovered the romance of television. So we haven't had cable in what? Seven? Seven years. No. Cause we lived at your parents for That's... three together. Three, three. So like four years, four or five years, give or take, we have uh, not had cable. Yeah. And so we started, out of all things to get us, it was the Weather Channel. Yeah. Fucking Weather Channel. It's my they have the best programs. Yeah. it's They're so good. They're captivating. And you know what? Commercials are not that long. People are so dramatic. Yeah. I appreciate and the commercials slow down now. when you drive. Because, okay. <laughs> That's, you know what? I hear your sarcasm right now. <laughs> Excuse me. So, uh, oh, got a, something in my eye. This is what a podcast would sound like if we were 89. It's, it, this would not change at all. We still can't hear each other. So <laughs> I got something in my eye. I'm having a coughing fit from hell. 
it's the it's all the moths. <laughs> uh, but no, so the romance of television. I think what my favorite part is is that you get a chance to get up and get something like when it's Netflix and you're just like binge watching, it's like, no, don't press play yet. Don't press play. And then all of a sudden it's like someone's press play and it's all fucked. Yeah. You don't want to pause it. No. At least I don't. I don't like pausing it. Yeah. For Um, those people out there who pause it a thousand times, go fuck yourself. Watch that (laughs) whole fucking thing. Someone spent millions of dollars and a lot of their time, their job is to entertain you. At least yeah. you could do is sit through a but, goddamn hour and watch the goddamn thing. But that's the thing. Most people don't pause Forgive it. Me. And then all of that money that went into making that, Mark Marin said this, fucking two years to do something and then you watch it in, in a day. One night. <laughs> and it's like, that's <laughs> fucked up. That is so messed up. At least we've gotten a little better at weaning ourselves like we'll yeah. watch one episode we'll find a new show watch that episode and we, then we forget we about it yeah we, we do ration. We ration. and I don't know if it's because I feel like winter is coming but it's I am afraid that we're going to run out of things to watch so I don't want to watch them <laughs> unless it's really necessary <laughs> um, but the weather channel favorite fucking channel I think I've ever watched in my entire life hands down better than discovery Better than this. Well, not the Science Channel. I found it. That's a good one. Science Channel's pretty good. They they play some shit sometimes. But though. the Weather Channel, just every time, you boom, know, boom, boom, boom. I'm Loggers? gonna point out something. What makes the Weather Channel amazing now? Because Weather Channel, 1999, bullshit. Yeah, definitely bullshit. Just constant local on the eights. <laughs> you know, it was your local on the eights every minute. Local on the eights, on the eights, on the eights, on the eights every eight seconds. <laughs> um, <laughs> it. Now everyone has digital cameras in their mm-hmm. pocket, high definition, yeah. 4K. You could stream that shit, and people—they have a show called Weather jump Gone out Viral in front of tornadoes. People jump out in front of everything. Now they're like, well, "I can film this." Mm-hmm. You know, I, that yeah, one guy I, in Home Depot. That was great. That he was st- like stood inside of a tornado. Yeah, and an EF one. Yeah, yeah, it was an EF one. Ridiculous. They ripped the doors off and he's like, I better run outside. (laughs) (laughs) That was God telling him to go outside. It's just like, the doors ripped off. I better run out there and check on that tornado. Maybe it's windy outside. Oh, baby. You know, so yeah, the it's it's, it's just, just wonderful. It's great, and I really do because then when the commercials come on, we usually mute them and then we talk about what we just watched. Yeah, and it's I think it's like a good little building experiment. There, like it, a, there is an ebb and flow to it. Mm-hmm, it is. It's nice, and you and they'll show you like what's gonna come next. You get up and get a beer. Get up and get the popcorn. I mean, it's just, it's great. Does a dog die in a typhoon? Find yeah. out. You know what I was really digging was that tow truck company. What is that? Fucking Kyle's something or other. Oh, yeah. But the, it's, uh, was it Road to Hell? Ooh, Road hell. to Hell is good, too. No, no, it's, it's that, it's, it's, uh, Highway to Hell? No. Something Hell wrote, it's like fuckeduproad.com it's or something. It's in Canada. It's like really close to us. It's not far. It's. Four hours northwest into the mountains of Canada, mm-hmm. Canada, and um, there's a there's like two passes and there's only two routes that are very hellacious and 
people die there all the time. And that's what the whole show's about. I love it. I love it's watching crazy. it. It's crazy. It's so, man, I just sit there. I, I love it. They're, they're such hard workers and they're so great and they're just brooly. They all look like they're made of leather or bark. And they're, <laughs> it's just like a bunch of. It's weird what you take from that show. <laughs> <laughs> it's just what I see. And it's like these just these men go out there and just dig people out of snow and shit, get shit done. And it's like, how? I can't even. There would be no way. If I had to unscrew something outside in 20 degree weather, I would be mad. There's no way that I'm going to put chains in a car in 20 degree weather. That's see, why I'm going to get hilarious. studded tires. Like the way I see it. Baby. <laughs> I see boys who are scared who just so happen to have gray hair in a business and they're all trying to figure it out. And they're like, oh, we're going to be able to winch this thing out. And they all have like these little scared puppy dog eyes. No, they do. But that's, but my thing is, is like they're someone's grandpa or dad or. Absolutely. You know what I mean? And it's like. Yeah, that's. And they do. They're just smoking their cigarettes with their leather gloves. And they're just fucking sitting there staring at something for a minute. And then they throw out the cigarette and then they get down to business. And it's like, yeah, that's. (laughs) (laughs) I want to have a whiskey with that guy. (laughs) Oh, it's so great. Um, But it's. It's just it's but crazy. They do the like in a do. in a season yeah. that they're they're able to get a whole season's worth of footage mm. in a year that they're there, and that year is mainly just the winter time. Yeah. So they're all their footage is pretty much everything they see. Yeah. Like it's so crazy. Trucks going off bridges. That one guy, remember they towed like twenty people in one night or something? Yeah, it was like thirty. Like, no, tw- yeah, it was like 20, was it 20, 28, 28 or, something. or something. 28 people in one night. That's insane. And on the road to hell. Yeah. Nonetheless. Yeah, that, that's. My <laughs> God. <laughs> that's like, well, your truck has chains and up and down the road is like two hours. Yeah. Like, <laughs> what? I'm sorry, I got excited. <laughs> um, it's crazy. What's the other one? Martha Stewart. That bitch. She's fun to watch too. Martha. Martha, shout out to you, girl, because you stoned. Yeah, she's the whole crazy time. high. It's amazing. She doesn't even fucking make her meals like pretty. It looks like if you cooked it in your own kitchen. Yep. And then you throw the stuff together to try to make it just, look pretty. Just garnish it. Yeah. And she's like, you're just going to throw some parsley here and yeah, here. Just throw it. Yeah. <laughs> she just has like a t-shirt gun with parsley in it. <laughs> <laughs> That's hilarious. Um, no, she. I mean, yeah, it's very, very like rough. Yeah. You know, and just a pinch of nutmeg. Mm-hmm. Yeah, she doesn't give a fuck. And um, these are delicious, whether you're at your home alone or you bring them to a party. Yeah, she's like, you can just do it whenever you want. I love her. I love. She's the best. I love Martha after the post prison. You know, I loved her pre prison. <laughs> I still love her, and I forgive her for her sins. She's probably committing fraud right now. I'm making a billion dollars. In the weed business. <clears throat> there it is. But you can't commit fraud in something that's, you know, illegal in fucking 30 states. Or uh, I mean, 30, I'm, they're probably working. Now it's a lot more states than that. I'm, I'm sure they're working on it. Snoop Dogg and Martha Stewart are working on edibles right now. Oh, hell yeah. And they're going to have a whole brand. And it's going to be Martha Stewart living in Target Fuck, with Snoop Dogg. I would have done it. They'll call them like dog, doggy treats or something. I would something. work in that facility for a show. <clears throat> Stuart Living presents 
Scooby Snacks. <gasps> Scooby Snacks? That's the best. <laughs> that's, that's when it goes no, like full because public. They probably wouldn't do that marketing only because dumbass people would feed it to their dogs. <laughs> get too high and sick and throw up everywhere. It'd be awful. That was a big confusion that, no. for a while there. You remember that? So actually, um, as of recent, I saw a poll somewhere. Um, but I don't remember the numbers, so I'm not even going to say them. All I know is that numbers have skyrocketed of animals ingesting marijuana since, like in Colorado and Washington, mm. Oregon, and yeah, California. I can imagine. Um, all of those states have had record high numbers of animals coming in because of marijuana. Yeah. Which I'm going to tell you right now. Your dog ingests marijuana, get some fucking activated charcoal, mix it in some mm. water. Shove it down your dog's throat. It'll vomit up everything that it's not supposed to have in its stomach. And that's, we had to do it with Cricket one time. Yep. It's he got, a, he got a hold of some. God, I felt so bad for him. That was awful. Yeah. Never again. Well, dude. it turns out dogs are, are allergic to eucalyptus. And then the marijuana didn't help with yeah. that, uh, that issue. Yeah. Poor I felt baby. bad because I laughed at him at first, and then I was like, "Oh fuck, oh, he's, he's not like, doing great." He's yeah, really sick. He's like, he's because at first good. I was like, "Oh, he, he looks a little funny," and then I was like, "Oh no, oh, no!" He's and sick. then it was just like, "Oh, I remember I stayed up all night just holding him." I know it was scary. We both just like took turns holding him on the couch. Yeah, because if honestly, if it was, if it was just weed, I wouldn't worry. Yeah, because it's like it's just literally. It's gonna get out of his system. It's yeah, it'll you'll just wear it off. But when it yeah, when it comes to like something allergic to, mm-hmm. like oh my god, what can Cricket happen? Cricket really doesn't like uh, mind altering things. He doesn't like alcohol. Nope. He snubs his nose to it. Like some dogs like beer, so we put a little bit of little tiny, very small, minimal amount in a bowl for our dog to drink, just to see if he liked it. He just. Took one sniff and then walked away. Sneezed at it. Yeah, he doesn't like it. Um, Pony, Pony, I could, I could pour a shot of vodka and he would drink it. Yeah, but he's excessive. He's got an addictive personality. Yeah, he's like me that Um, way. You're like your dad. (laughs) I love everything. Mm, Cricket and I are very moderate. Yeah, he's a sensualist. Substance abuse. (laughs) If it feels good, I want it. (laughs) Drugs, alcohol, I don't care. Oh my god. Um who else was I gonna talk about? Oh, that little Mexican girl. Oh she's the my table. Was it? Uh Patty's, Patty's Mexican table. table and it's not even Mexican. Well, she's not even really I don't know what she is. She's she's gotta she's be Mexican, really Mexican. But she's not She's a white blonde Mexican from like green deep eyes. South Mexico. She's like I'm not Granny sure. Stubbs. For sure. That's for sure uh, my my line my linear uh, linear what is it lineage lineage there you go yeah nailed it <laughs> no she's great and that's, fuck you Madison I don't, I don't know what I know Madison's getting upset in her car Madison <laughs> uh, I don't know what is up with her show but she is so she's, she's my favorite. so Mexican in some ways mm-hmm. I want to work with her. That it's hilarious. She makes me want to go into video production so I can reach out and be like, let me work with you. She's a chopping and jalapeno. I love pico jalapenos. They're so good. I put them on pizza and I, I went to Italia and I was like, oh, do you have uh, jalapenos yeah. on your pizza? And they're like, what? You put jalapenos on pizza? <laughs> <laughs> and she's like, of course. I love it on everything. 
dying. So her voice sounds exactly like the bird from fucking Cat Dog. It's 100%. 100%. It's so ridiculous. It's that really clear Mexican accent. That's just like, oh, that's very pronounced. Give me like two more weeks watching her on repeat and I will do her accent. Mm-hmm. It'll be, I'll, I'll fucking nail it. I do like her dishes though. Oh yeah, me too. I love her food. It looks so good. I want to, I want to eat with her. Her and Martha. She's funny as hell too. Oh, and that one bitch that was eating plain ass tofu the other night. <laughs> 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 okay, so there's this show. It's it, called America's Test Kitchen. There's it's it's on I don't know what channel it's called, Cook Channel or something. I have or? no fucking idea. But this this lady ate plain tofu. He had a bunch of he had three different types of tofu that were all firm. The, he's, all firm this tofu. Is, this is how he started the whole thing. Mm-hmm. Now people have different interpretations of what they Tell think of they're tofu. In the, they're in the dishes too. They have different interpretations and in what they think of what to expect from tofu. And we have different types here that are dried out and, and more acceptable qualities. And they're in oh, wow. The, are you doing the whole spiel? And they're, they're in different <laughs> individual bowls. Yeah. And then they're labeled uh, partially dry, dry, uh, soaked, all, all these different but types. But they're, they're all firm. He said that at the beginning. All firm, unseasoned tofu. Uncooked. Raw, uncooked tofu. Mm-hmm. That means they should be flavorless. Mm-hmm. And what she did was she... She, she pulled out a fucking fork and right started... Right away. Pulled out a drawer. Why is there a drawer there? No one knows. No. But there's a drawer out of nowhere on a fucking Mm-mm. corporate uh, <laughs> a setting for <laughs> photography and cameras. And she pulls out a drawer out of nowhere and pulls out a fork. Mm-hmm. Starts munching on this stuff. And well, she eats the first one and her face looks so disgusted. And she goes... Oh, and then and he kind of looked at her weird and kept going which i love that they didn't edit this out i don't it's amazing the whole thing is filmed like an infomercial but it's a cooking show yeah and so you you do you think it's an infomercial the entire time for 5.99 you can get yeah it never gets five payments of 5.99 you can get firm tofu best infomercial you can imagine yeah they never get to the selling point (laughs) (laughs) that's true i just farted when i laughed I figured I'd say it in case you can hear it. Uh, okay. uh, who knows? Edit you know? it out. It's fine. <laughs> can we edit that out? Uh, <laughs> Just kidding. This show's still going. <laughs> uh, so, <laughs> too far. Uh, so <laughs> he's looking at her like she's crazy because she's eating this tofu. And then she goes to the second dish. Yep. Second same dish. fucking unflavored firm tofu. This this start, one's slightly drier. <laughs> starts eating it. And he and as she's eating it, she's looking like she's trying to find a taste profile from it. And yeah, you yeah. can see her face. And, and he's like, it's flavorless. And she he goes, was yeah. like, <laughs> she was like, yeah, I'm, I'm trying to figure out a flavor. And I was just like, you dumb fucking crazy before, bitch. Before, before, he, before she says this, he's talking to her. She takes a bite. Now, with these types, because they're uncooked and unflavored, mm-hmm. you, you won't notice much flavoring at all. Uh, there might be some subtle sweetness or, or texture difference. Texture, maybe a weedy flavor. Uh, but very subtle, almost no flavor whatsoever. Mm-hmm. In that whole time that he said that, she had four fucking bites. <laughs> 
that fat pig kept eating. And I swear to God, it was like she and I, I, I bless her heart. She can go fuck herself. No, no one eats that much tofu, not even vegans. No one eats not that much that raw. Fucking plain. She was plain pig- and raw. No one eats that like that. Four bowls of raw tofu, and she's going after every single one like they're Cheez Its. You're not at a, you're you're not getting salami and pickles. Uh, no. You're eating flavorless. Literally, tofu. it's yeah, it's flavorless tofu. Intentionally flavorless, so you can add seasoning to it. The dogs, the dogs <laughs> are just so loving ridiculous. you. Ridiculous. <laughs> that show was cracking me up the other night. The fact that she ate so many, I was just like, "You're killing me." Yeah, she just kept stuffing her face, okay. and it was grossing me out. It's not for you to get more behind me. This, this is a bad And even idea. after she goes, yeah, I can't taste anything. Still three more in her mouth. <laughs> she did. She ate. She continued to eat more. If you could imagine marshmallows that don't taste like anything, that's what she was doing. <laughs> she kept popping those wet, things in her mouth. Wet, cold marshmallows, my Tofu. Do. Yeah, not. Come on. Mm, no. That's not my America. <laughs> I don't want to be a part of that shit. Um. <laughs> <laughs> that shit was so disturbing, though. That really, that really made me mad. Yeah, no, it it cracked me up. I liked it. I That's so it. fucking ridiculous. I liked it a lot. Who does that? I don't even know. There's that, some great shows on there, though. Man. There is. I love the cooking shows. I love the Weather Channel. I almost... See, this is the love of the cable. It is. Well, and I feel like that the romance of TV is gone, where... Like, like I said earlier, where when there's a commercial, you can get up, get something... Because remember when you would be super into a show when you were younger and it was like you and your parents sitting on the couch or you and your cousins. For my case, it was me and my sister. And anytime something would break for a minute, it would be like, oh, can you grab me a soda or can you grab me a like fucking fruit roll up, whatever. Like you grab me something from the kitchen to snack on because you're in there and we only have like four minutes. <laughs> and so it was fun. And then it's like you race back because it's on. You have to be like, it's on, it's on, it's on. And then you run back and you stop everything you do to watch yeah. the seven minutes and then go back and run in there and finish what you were doing. By the way, this is uh, brought to you by Xfinity Cable. Mm-hmm. Um, this is one thing leads to another. Also, <laughs> Comcast. <laughs> I will say it is Comcast. Mm-hmm. Um, one thing that leads I noticed. To another. <laughs> the one thing that leads to another. Uh, uh, commer- uh, not just commercials, but when something happens. So we have basic cable. Mm-hmm. We don't have a DVR. No. We're not rewinding anything. We're not oh, recording it anything. It sucks. We wanted to record her eating the fucking tofu. I know. But here's the thing that moment, so special to us now mm-hmm. because we weren't able to record it. Yeah. There's so many moments that I'm like, oh my God, it's mm-hmm. amazing. And it's gone. It's not, not gone forever. Lie. There is. But it, th- there is that magic of like, yeah. oh, Like it's we gone. saw it together. We watched it. We thought it was funny. There's no one to share it with. It's just us. <laughs> and it's it's like fireworks. And you got to be there. It's fun. You got to be it there. Is. Oh, I love you. You got to be there. You got to see him in person. You're fucking handsome. I love you. You're cute. I like hanging out with you. Do you want to make out? Yeah, let's make out. <laughs> just on I don't know why I sound like that one. No, that's exactly what we sound like. <laughs> we just, you know, when when slugs meet, that's how we kiss. 
Oh my just God. nose to chin mouths. Mm, what? That was the, one of the first things I said when we moved out here, remember? <laughs> <laughs> I was like, the snails are naked. <laughs> That's right. That's right. You said that. <laughs> I was like, the snails. And I looked at you so seriously. I remember I wasn't smiling. I was just like, the snails are naked. And you looked at me and By you the way, like, slugs <laughs> exist in California. <laughs> Yeah, you'd never seen one before. Not like a normal snail, not like a fucking house snail. That's what I'm it's calling. It's a slug. Them. But but usually they have little backpacks on. <laughs> no, <laughs> the difference between a slug and a snail is they don't have the shell. These dudes just roam without home. <laughs> roam without home. That's good. Oh, we should make that a shirt too. <laughs> it's just a slug roam yeah. without home. <laughs> Oh, that's good. That's, uh, that's the fucking tits right there. Baby, it's cool. That's it. <laughs> um, so, yeah. You know. In other news, I drink Rainier, the beer of the Pacific Northwest. Here's the problem, though. It's brewed not in from California. Here. <laughs> not only is it brewed in California, it's brewed in Southern California. Ow. And Olympia, brewed in the same place. Gives me headaches, ocular migraines. Yeah, you do. You and I have no idea why. If you can, any of our beer friends, if you're listening, uh, craft you get brewers, pretty messed up from that. It's I, whatever hop, whatever malt, whatever sugar they're using, whatever corn, whatever. Yeah. I don't know what it is. Every time I drink it, I get a migraine over the my right eye, and I yeah. can't see very well. I feel like we've had a lot of internal burps. I know. I've just burping away i think it's the whiskey and the chili um that's the best combination to be an american so i can't be that oh can i also say how happy i am that trump did not fucking speak at bush's funeral i think they would have (laughs) (laughs) oh i really wish he would have though can you imagine hw bush oh that would be so funny that poor fucker died yeah he's an old man he was an old man but you know I, I it's still sad. I guess what I'm about to say could either be okay, Pony. You're choosing to suffocate yourself. Yeah, he he looks like a rabbit in a vice clamp right now. <laughs> um, he, I would prefer George H. W. Bush over what we got right now. I wouldn't go that far. No, I'm going that far. <laughs> That's this is why we don't talk politics on here. That's where it is. I think Hitler would have done a great job. <laughs> oh, that's what I was supposed to talk about on here this time. Well, okay, cuz no one knows cuz we didn't release the last podcast that we recorded, but we're going to release it on top of this. No, they this will. One. They'll they'll They're hear, it hear it first. If you listen to it in order, yeah. then you know. Even though this uh, one's clearly If you're the listening right one. now, stop this. Wait, hold on. I'll let you. I'll let you stop, and then go back to that one. Yeah, and then find the part where I say that I'm going to say this. And we're back. Thank you. <laughs> Hello. Uh, so in the last podcast, I had said that we needed to find a creepy story about Christmas. Mm. Um, and I'm just going to feature one every time. Oh, you're putting the hat on. Yeah, putting the Christmas hat on. I like it over the headphones. That's nice. Hold on, let me give. Let me get a little picture of you. Oh, you're so cute. (laughs) Baby, it's cold outside. Yeah, give me that face. 
Um, you look like one of those uh, coasters that Kim. Beep. Oh, should I not say last names? Can you bleep that out? Yeah. Can yes. you edit that out? No. Uh, <laughs> Kim. <laughs> no one's gonna know how to spell it. Our friend Kim. <laughs> Um, but those coasters are friends. Oh yeah, they go to your nose. Yeah, that's what your face looked like right now. <laughs> um, okay, so my Christmas story it's that like I'm going to feature your nose. on this time is, it's weird. <clears throat> so in the 13 days, these are all weird traditions. So the next few podcasts, I'm going to say a weird tradition from a country. Uh, for Christmas. <laughs> so in the 13 days leading up to Christmas, 13 Trixie troll-like characters come out to play in Iceland. I'm sorry? Uh, they're called the Yule Lads. <laughs> and they visit the children across the country over the 13 nights leading up to Christmas. For each night of Yuletide... Oh, sorry, I had like a weird burp. Uh, children place their best shoes by the window and a different Yule lad visits, leaving gifts for nice girls and boys and rotting potatoes for the naughty ones. <laughs> oh, yum. Uh, clad in traditional Icelandic costume, these fellas are pretty mischievous, and their names hint at the type of trouble they, are like, they like to cause. Um, so. Goodness. Their names, I don't know how to fucking say these. This was my homework. I was supposed to learn how to say these. So, Sheepcoat Clod. Sheepcoat Clod. Goligok. Goligok. Stubby. Stubby. Spoonlicka. Spoonlicka. Which I'll show you these. I'll post this on our podcast to give a shout out to whoever wrote this. Shit, I lost my spot. What was that sound? I don't know. Probably our toilet because it's leaking. They sound like a shovel being dragged across our wood floor. Uh, creepy. It's probably one of the fucking trolls. Um, we saying their oh, names out it. loud right now. Pot scraper. I was about to read that one. Uh, <laughs> that just sounds like bowl liquor. Okay. Uh, <laughs> I think I think you got had right now. What website are you on? No, I'm serious. Look at their names. These are what they. Yeah. Yeah. No, this is. You're on Pornhub right now. No. <laughs> this is what they mean. So oh, you're you're only I'm only saying their meanings. Not I'm not saying their, their names. names. Their names are like Stikashadar and Guljagar and Pusbluda. Is what yeah, I would You imagine. nailed that one, babe. Don't Thanks, worry about that thank one. Thank you. Um Askaslaika. Okay. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, Sounds normal. also known as door slammer. Skygrimmer uh, <laughs> is Skurgobbler. Oh, the old Skurgobbler. <laughs> and there's a sausage swiper. <laughs> sausage. Well, you don't want your, your sausage swiped. I don't know why that one made me laugh so hard. <laughs> and a window peeper, which is also known as a Glundgebarger. Uh, also translates to a Marty. <laughs> I've got a buffer. Is a doorway snurfer. Uh, Got him again. <laughs> uh, Ket Croker is a meat hook. Uh, Why are there so many? There's so because there's 13 of them. Well, how, are are the you very, on 12 right now? Yeah, and the very last one. Yes. Uh-huh, good, good counting. Um, is subconscious. Kurt Tosnicker, candle stealer. Okay. Is 
<laughs> also known. You almost so. said other words there, but okay. <laughs> no, I did not. Um, Candle what? Candle what? <laughs> shut up. Visit Iceland this Christmas and catch them all. They're like uh, the Pokemon of fucking trolls. That's... On the 13th day of Christmas, I got a schlunk on skion. <laughs> Kutaku, buddy. <laughs> uh, uh, sorry I, if you're in Iceland. And yeah, I'm sorry. We appreciate. Um, no, I know. Fuck yourself. If you're in Iceland. Hey. I'm just kidding. I love Iceland. We I've really like uh, of monsters and men. Yeah, it's a good yeah. band you guys produced. Hi, shay, or, hi, um, hi, you, hi. Your land has created. <laughs> or what do you call that? Birthed. Oh. I forgot about our Christmas show we went to. We went to a really cool place that was called Bartlett. Did we not talk about that? We have not. We have, man, there's a bunch that happened. That's the Christmas show. That was Pedal Steel? That guy's amazing. That guy's sick as fuck. I love that, that guy. That was the best musician at the show. They really put me in the spirit. I loved them. They were so good. Like, if any of any one of our listeners wants to come and visit us around, what was that, the fifth? They do it. They do a show every month. But they do a Christmas show in, in specific, particular. Yeah. yeah. Um. Yeah, they're called. Uh, I'll just play n- this in the background. Northwest of Nashville, and it's like a house band to a local venue. Mm-hmm. Their voices are amazing. Is that the little girl? No. Or is that, is that the... That's the one that played with the little girl with the fiddle. Now that's the little girl. Oh, that's right. I love it. They did a little duet thing. That little girl, so, so cute. cute. That's her daughter. It's so cute. That was her daughter. The one in the um, mustard velvet. I can't remember that. <laughs> no, no. Who is the daughter? Well, the daughter is the one in the center. Mm. Anyways, we'll talk about it. Um, it was a great show. No, it was amazing. Uh, really great musicianship. No, it was just it was fun to watch. I think what my favorite part of that was, not only was it so special because I'm watching it with my aunt and uncle, and I mean, I don't know how long it's been since my uncle Thumper and I were together around Christmas. Yeah. That's weird. I didn't think about that. Maybe, yeah, maybe that's why <laughs> I was like... Like a little Well, that, it, the, whole, the whole room was emotional. Yeah, it was. It was just like one of these things. And so one of the... Um, it was just every single musician there had some sort of story some sort of background a reason that they had gone into music and it was a storyteller show too it was it was just so beautiful and it was so intimate and it just made me feel it was one of those moments with like what does Thumper call those moments he calls them um not snapshots, but they're like... Something like that. It's yeah, it's like, like a picture you get to hold for later. Yeah, and so my Uncle Thumper explains it as, um, like when he goes skiing, he has these visions where he looks back and has a moment where he gets to see something that made him feel happy or joyful. 
And I, and I've kind of analyzed that a little bit too. I think mm-hmm. it's when he's in that kind of blissful state where he's super happy mm-hmm. and he relates it to a memory where it, it's super happy and it's those moments yeah. like that of us hanging out it's just and he gets to have like that kind of looking back and having that moment skiing yeah and it's like it's so i'm having that kind of perspective with stuff and so when we're watching the show and everyone's talking and like sometimes there would be little mistakes and stuff and they would laugh and they would continue playing or they would forget something and continue playing but it was just so relaxed and so easy and it it almost made like my love for music. I used to play music all the time mm-hmm. and I loved it and I enjoyed it. And somewhere along the line, it got kind of fucking it felt like a chore. And that sucks when something that you love turns into a chore. Mm-hmm. When that happens to me, I end up hating it. Yeah. And so it it brought back those feelings that I had when I first played music where I was like, that's what it's fucking about. Like, yeah, it's not about whoever's listening or if you're going to get a record deal or something like that's great. If that happens, yeah. um, I'm not downing anyone that's done that. But at the same time, it's like have the actual reason the music's there. Music's there to bring people together. I mean, it's about that magical moment. Yeah. We were in a room with people we had never met. Mm-hmm. We were surrounded by strangers. It, new environment, new everything. Um, and I didn't, I couldn't imagine a place that I felt more at home, but (laughs) I think that's what it comes down to that, that the Bartlett was just amazing. It's definitely on a sketchy ass street. I'll tell you that. Um, I'll show you. It's, it's sketchy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's more sketchy at night than anything, which is usually when the show is happening. It's weird. Um, In the evening, it's like, this is a nice this isn't bad. There's like other no. comedy places right there. Yeah, it's really cool. There's uh, like a club next door. The comedy there's store. Or a comedy club. store. There's um, there's a few places. So in the daytime when you see it, you're like, oh, okay. There's a lot of homeless people. Um, and it could be scary. But most of the time, the homeless people at that hour are passed out. They're not fucking, they're not coming out for you. Um, and even in the daytime, they're not either, (laughs) but it's just, it was, it's a very, it was just a really good group of people. And I really enjoyed everything about that night. It it really took me into the moment and made me realize that I need to get out of my own head sometimes and just enjoy things. Um, so I think that's kind of where, that's where it put me. It really made me feel... It just made me feel warm inside. Yeah. As cheesy as that sounds. No, it's, it's true. But that's, it did. It warmed me from the inside out. That's the stuff I missed from Tulsa. Yeah. And it's that's that like, that's organic. You can't tell people. Like, yeah, like go to a place and just go see a band. Yeah. They might be shitty. They might be yeah. great. And, and everyone might click and they all might start singing the same song. Mm-hmm. And everyone syncs up. And every, there you have that moment where everyone's kind of. You know, the the best the best thing I can compare to that is that that's why people go to Coachella. Mm-hmm. That's why people go to these big places with tons of people. Big festivals. Because when you get a big group of people together, you get in sync in some weird moment. Mm-hmm. That's that same thing. But when it happens on a small scale, it's so intimate and personal, it's very moving. Yeah. And 
Um, it's nice. It can happen anywhere, but it's, no, it's nice that it, it, you know, I think it can happen anywhere and I think it does. It happens everywhere, but I feel like it's like, I don't know how to explain it without sounding like a total bitch. Uh, <laughs> but it's in your own hometown. It's well, great it's, to yeah. see it. You know what I mean? And you do, you do find those magical moments in it's, every place that you are. Um, but when people doubt a city or a place and then you go to that city or place and you see like I've been to Tulsa and it's hard for me to sell people on Tulsa. I love Tulsa. There's the only reason I didn't fucking move to Tulsa instead of Spokane was because of chiggers. <laughs> yeah. But I mean, eventually when I'm old and I don't want to go out into the fields anymore, I'll move up to Tulsa. <laughs> like, But it's like, there's, I love Tulsa. Everyone's, it, there was a lot of that there where you would see they had amazing bands, amazing pop-up bands, bands that you didn't have to really pay a cover charge for or do anything for. I mean, these people have a cover charge, but there was a lot of really decent places that we checked out but the first time we went and the second time where it was like, you're just, you're enveloped into a different culture. Yeah. It's... Well, and I think it, seeing something special is even more special when you see it through a, a new lens. Yeah. So it's, you know, you you go to a new place, it's, you're seeing it with this fe- this really fresh perspective. Mm-hmm. You're seeing it for what it is and its true nature. Yeah. And you're not skewed by it, its um, politics or background or history. No. And it's really nice. I think I just, I love all of the little experiences we're having as far as, I don't know, it's just, it's fun. Yeah. And it's, it's like, and I mean, and I do, I kind of see where um, Julie and Thumper come from is where she had said, uh, if they didn't move here, they probably would have gotten a divorce at some point. And I I get that. And I think, and it's not because it's Spokane. It's not because where you move. I don't think that has to do with it. I think because you do something together as moving to a whole nother state together as a couple. Right. And you do these trials. I mean, you have, you've been amazing. You've talked me off the wall at least three or four times now, <laughs> anxiety-wise, and not really talking off the wall. Like I'm not dramatic. That's dramatic, but yeah, it's pretty dramatic. It's you. It's me. It's you going. Oh, I just I can't sleep, and I'm like, shut the hell up. <laughs> that, that's the extent. No, you do this sweet thing where you look at me and you tell me everything's gonna be okay. And I think when you do that partnership with someone and you take that leap. And you're not sure if it's going to work out, but you do it anyways. It makes your bond stronger. Like I don't. Yeah, you get to experience that. That's something different together. Yeah. So I think that's where it comes from. I don't think it's because it's Spokane. I don't. As much as I love Spokane and I've enjoyed right. every it's moment not, here. It's not the. It's not the location it's experience yeah, i think because you do that with someone that's what <clears throat> absolutely that's what gives you the strength to just fucking do more amazing things yeah with the person um yeah i like it i am enjoying myself i'm finally coming to a a plateau 
<laughs> Just in time for the new year. I know. Can you believe that? That's what that's that's been my biggest thing is like because this year is all about this time of year is all about transition and change mm-hmm. seasonally. You can't you're you're at whim to nobody what is it, what am I trying to say you're you're at uh, you're at the you're at nature's will. Yeah, you're <laughs> Yeah, something like that. You're okay. you're you're on the coattails of nature's sail. I don't <laughs> <laughs> Mother nature's throwing you into her vagina. Basically, it forces mm-hmm. you into a different state mm-hmm. where, you know, I know I talk about this all the time, but it, you know, it forces you to slow down, forces you to focus and yeah. things. I like that you talk about it all the time. I think the, it's good. It, um, with the seasons change, but uh, us going from the lifestyle we had before into this right away. Yeah. Into the, yeah. into like, this is the season change. Yeah. Um, is a hugely dr- dramatic. Yeah. Which, and, and, but I, I, I love, I love that aspect of it because it, it really, um, I don't know. It adds this very organic psychology for me. Yeah. Like it, there's, there's these moments I have in the morning where I see the frost on the trees and I see the fog line clear mm-hmm. and I see deer scatter away in the countryside mm-hmm. on my way to work. I'm like, Oh wow, this is, this is it. Yeah. Like this is, I've been here before mm-hmm. in these type of places and I'm like, this is what I love. Yeah. And now I'm close to it. Well, and that's and like, it's... I love nighttime in the winter up here. It's not even winter yet, but it's so far it's, we get this frost at night that comes in and it looks God like damn the, cold this weekend. It looks like the grass and the trees are sparkling. They look like they have stars on them. Yeah, It's just the sky looks or the ground looks like the sky. Like you, it looks like you're just looking into a clear view of stars. I've never, I've never had this before because I, uh, Colorado is fairly dry. It's a very sunny and dry place. And a lot of people yeah. don't think about that because the clouds it come is. in, it dumps a bunch of snow, then it's, then and it's then just it's clear just and sunny. And, Sorry. but um, here there's a lot of moisture that comes in from the coast or from Canada. It's from that river. And, uh, you know, we don't get a lot of we rain. A big river in the middle of our city. That so thing. We, we get this fog that sets in mm-hmm. and because it's, freezing it's, fog. it's, yeah, because it's freezing outside. Everything that fog touches turns into this crystallized, beautiful thing. And it's, it's like so being in a pretty. snow globe. You know what it reminds me of, actually, which is funny? Um, I know. Are we super long? We're good. Are we at? Okay. We're good. We're not boring people, I hope. Um, That's fine. They turn it off already. Fuck you if you're bored. You don't deserve to listen to this shit. <laughs> Take it easy. <laughs> but you know what it reminds me of is uh, that scene in Fantasia where the little icicle um they're like ballet dancers and you're talking about the swans no they're ballet dancers they're these little oh like, I know. no never mind i was thinking they're of like them. these little fairies that come out from the twigs and they yeah. <laughs> and i don't know why i sounded so flamboyant <laughs> when i'm talking about fairies and twigs um uh, <laughs> but they everything that their little tippy toes touch it turns into ice and that's that's what i it reminds me of 
it's just it's so gorgeous and it's so different from anything that I've ever been raised with or seen and it's it's exciting oh and like our windows fog up when we take showers or have the tea kettle going <laughs> it's weird that's crazy See, <laughs> these that's are the little thing. things that i have never experienced in my that's life that's the lens of perception i'm talking about because people that grew up here they're not thinking about that no which that when i was having my my anxiety beer today i uh I was talking to Madison on the phone, and I'm like, oh, my God, it's so crazy. It got down to 19 degrees. Um, That's cold as shit, by the way. It is. It's definitely cold. Um, (laughs) (laughs) But, again, my transition here, flawless. (laughs) Calm down. (laughs) I've been doing great. (laughs) Yeah, you've done a little too well. Yeah, I think I have. It's weird. I don't know if it's. Well, I mean, honestly, it's an adrenaline high. Finally, not finally. I shouldn't say it that way, but it hasn't been that cold. Like, if you're going to compare it to the desert, our parents, like my parents, have we've had this very similar weather. Yeah. You know, it's like 50s and then 30s a night or whatever. Pretty fortunately. Yeah, and then then it went down to the 40s, and then 30s at night. And then last night I got to 19. Yeah. Or no, got to like 17, I think. Uh, I don't remember. Yeah, something like that. You got, does something crazy. 18, 17, somewhere around there. It's cold Same. as shit. Yeah. And then today, I don't know what the high was in the 30s. Mm-hmm. It's cold. It's like 33. Today. Very cold. But, and even in that, I was wearing um, tights under my jeans and just like normal tights um, under my jeans. And then I had a button up shirt and a sweater, and a really light coat. And I did fine. <laughs> yeah. I, I was cold. I remember talking on the phone, and I was like, my bar, bar, bar. <laughs> and then I got into the bar, and I was like, oh, thank God. <laughs> but that's that's the thing. Like, the extent of you being outside when it's that cold, if you're going on a hike, you're going to dress appropriately. Yeah. And most of the time, I for the most part, any time that I've dressed up for a hike, I am too hot. Because I put too many layers on thinking I'm going to be freezing. It's hard to gauge. That's probably my worst part is just gauging how many clothes I should have on. (laughs) Because then I go out and I'm like, fuck, I'm burning up. And then I got to start stripping layers. But it's easier to strip layers than it is to. I know. I I mean, I hate saying this. But I really do feel this way. I'd rather either work just inside or just outside. Yeah, because a little bit of both. Yeah, right now I like I'll transition both, mm-hmm. and it's the That's ho- rough. the house I'm working in or I've been working yeah. in, it's like 75, which mm-hmm. is hot, that's fucking hot. Yeah. Well, and that's the thing. Like our thermostat's been at like 68 since we've moved here. I love it. I don't, for the most part, I don't touch it. You put it at 69, it feels warm. It does. Well, and then not only that, if I take these two little fuckers for a walk, when I come back. It feels toasty. Oh, God. I'm like sweating. And that's not good for you. That's where you get sick. No, exactly. And that's what I was saying. Like, yeah. I, so your transition sucks. Mine's a little easy. It, well, today. It's, it's still going from 33 to 68 is fucking drastic. But at the same time. Where I, where I work is like about a mile from the Idaho border. Mm-hmm. So not even maybe half a mile from the Idaho border. So it's very, very cold. Like nine degrees at night. It was nine degrees this morning. It's cold as fuck. So it's 75 inside and then you go outside 
and it's like 15, 20 degrees and going back and forth is just like, I can't keep taking on, like putting on clothes and taking off. So you you end up just wearing a beanie and a shirt and freeze your ass off for like five minutes and go back inside. But I'm like, I just rather be bundled up because that, by the way, this also, uh, one thing leads to another (laughs) is brought to you by Sierra's trading post. (laughs) (laughs) Can't speak because she's stuttering. It's fine. We need more drinks. Yeah. But uh, no, Sierra Trading Post is amazing because I got my jacket and I love it. It's like 70 bucks for a fucking amazing jacket. Yeah. They're normally $200. And I got mine for a really good price too. My jacket was usually $400 and I got it for 110 So that's amazing. And that thing, if I have that on, I can have, literally, I can have a short sleeve t-shirt on and jeans, no leggings, just jeans. Because it goes, it's a parka. It goes under my fucking knees. Oh, so I, for some reason, and, I was thinking it was called a Sherpa, but. And so I have one of those too. Uh, <laughs> um, he comes daily. <laughs> Carries uh, me to the woods. <laughs> in his ship, a cardigan. <laughs> uh, so he, fuck, now you have me thinking of other things. My other boyfriends. Oh. Um, but my parka comes down to my legs uh, to like my knees and then my boots go up to like the top part of my calves <laughs> you're so mostly covered i'm mostly covered <laughs> and i went out the other night and i think it was like i think it was that night that it was like 18 degrees and i stood outside for a minute because i wanted to see how great it was and i was fine i watched the dogs pee and poop and then yeah it was chilling out there i'm and toasty in my jacket same i love it having a good jacket changes your life yeah, it's, it really does. It makes a world of difference. And it's nice when you can get it for a discount at SierraTradingPost.com. I got mine at TheHouse.com. Don't, no, we're, we're not brought to you. Oh, sorry. They don't support us. <laughs> Anyways. Uh, uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, but that's what I was going to say earlier is that I was talking on the phone and I had mentioned that I was from California somehow along the lines I was like oh it's not like California weather or something and they both looked at me and they were like you're from California they were like why would you move here a lot of people get yeah and I was like I was like one our my bank has already told me multiple times that I'm spending less and I'm going out more two I don't have a job my husband does (laughs) and somehow we're doing just fine (laughs) so it's like it's like this weird it's a weird mentality thing, but then I had to explain to them, like, California is great. I love it. Like, there's nothing about California that I hate. I absolutely love California. Um, it's It was just time for a change. I wanted to see something different. My boss, actually, he went to school in, um, I guess, Palos Verdes. I don't know. There's some sort of, there's some sort of college down there. Yeah. Anyways, he went. No, I think that's right. He's, yeah, there's there's a college down there. Yeah. Um, south of L.A. He went to school there and spent some time, a good amount of time in California. And when he came back, he was extremely ready, which was very, like, it's very funny. He was really ready to come back home. He was. And there is, there's a lot of, there is a really large handful of people that are born and raised here and they absolutely love it. But I also think that they understand that they're in a place where a lot of people want to move to all of a sudden. Yeah. Um, that must feel weird because they... 
I've met so many Californians. Yeah. So many. Um, people from Chicago. Yeah, I've met some people from Chicago. Actually, yeah, a handful of people. There's quite a few they people from Chicago. over by Perry. Yeah. Um, There's like a bushel so of Perry them. Street is like a bushel of Chicagans. Yeah, Chicagans. <laughs> I've met some New Yorkers. Um, I think that's it. There's a lot of Dutch people. I think I think it would be like, <laughs> there should be a, like a little program. So it's like. There's Amish, not Dutch. If you, sorry. If you grew up here. Oh, and Norwegian. You should you should trade places with a Southern Californian. Yeah, like they because they should experience the whole like spend like a two years there. It'd be great. Yeah. You love so. the weather for two years. It'd be amazing. You could see everything, everything that's different. Go to the desert. Go to Joshua Tree National Parks. Mm-hmm. No, there's tons of go stuff. To, I think go to Palm Springs. I go to the think cool a lot places of people in LA. Could live. If you're from here, I think a lot of people could live in California for. Many years, but it's hard to get to California because California is so expensive. I mean, it's well, it's any it's any coastal city is going to be expensive. Seattle. That's what I'm saying, though. There should be some sort of program, like 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 a a trading spaces. Yeah, like a foreign exchange student, but Mm -hmm. it's just like California and like (laughs) the Pacific Northwest. Yeah, because it is. There's. (sighs) I mean, Oregon's prices are the same as California's now. I mean, you can still find a decent beer and a decent meal. Um, but rent wise and home well, pac- price wise, specifically, yeah, it's Portland, Oregon, specifically, um, specifically Northwest, <laughs> <laughs> Portland, Oregon is is is, uh, is is definitely more expensive now than it used to be. Same with Seattle. Yeah. Um, there's a lot of places. Spokane is starting to get more expensive. I know it's gotten more it's, expensive since we've started. Living. Looking. Seriously, it's so crazy. The home demographic here, from um, the if you're going to put it in percentage wise, the what is it? The um, I'm blanking. Um, but the home, the price of a home, mm-hmm. basically has gone up forty percent in the last two years. That's amazing. From what it used to be, which I mean, valid three years ago you could buy a house here a really nice craftsman home for like $87,000 and now it's about one eighty-seven, I think so it's doubled itself in one year or in two years it's so crazy it's fucking nuts nothing Nuck but uh, <laughs> so on that note, because we didn't plan that, um, we're gonna go make drinks and leave you guys. Baby, it's cold outside. <laughs> I got to go away. Shut your mouth. No, please don't rave. <laughs> Hope you don't hashtag me. <laughs> well, we love you guys. We will talk to you soon. And I'll have another weird Christmas story for you next time. Love you all. Bye. Mm, Bye. (laughs) Bye.